So immediately when I mention the planet Mercury, you probably are thinking, oh my God, Mercury retrograde? Well, yes, but Mercury is so much more than just retrograde, all right? Mercury retrograde is one of the worst time periods in a human's life, of course, absolutely. I will give you that. But Mercury plays a special part in our life overall. You see, Mercury, the planet, rules our intelligence. It rules how we communicate. It rules our thoughts. It rules how we communicate our thoughts. Mercury also rules our childhood to young adult years, which means Mercury plays an especially formative part of our upbringing, becoming who we are. Mercury forms a big part of our core beliefs, our core thoughts of the world, our core perceptions of the world. It's not until we get into that Jupiter energy that we start to progress and expand past what we taught, were, were taught growing up or what we were taught to believe growing up, which is Mercury. Or in Mercury's case, what was passed down from our family, all right, um, and maybe what we learn specifically from our siblings, you know, our aunts and uncles, because that's what Mercury rules as well. <clears throat> So what type of childhood did you have? Because we have to think, we all have our own childhoods. My Mercury was, or my Mercury is in Sagittarius, so I had a very eclectic childhood. Um, you know, Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter rules communication, or I'm sorry, Jupiter rules higher education. Jupiter rules our personal philosophies, our belief systems. It rules open-mindedness. Jupiter also rules long-distance travel. Jupiter rules kind of a gypsy energy. So that perfectly describes the childhood that I had. On one hand, I had, and this is interesting because Sagittarius is the polar opposite of Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury, so it's actually in detriment or in fall to have Mercury in Sagittarius, but personally, I had this really weird experience as a child where I grew up in a very free-spirited home. Of course, there was some sense of structure. We went to church, but, you know, in the home I grew up in on my mom's side of the family, we didn't go to church as often as, or as nearly as much as we did on my dad's side of the family, which was almost like living in a different world. And that can definitely be a Mercury and Sagittarius experience. Forced to form your own personal philosophies and belief systems about life. But as you grow up and grow older, because you have your Mercury and Sagittarius and Mercury and Jupiter are both polar opposite planets and energies, you are forced to find your own way in terms of what you are, who you are, what life is to you. And thank God, you know, I found my way, but it just may not be so easy for others, you know, to find their way, you know, depending on the Mercuries that they have. Any Mercury and fire sign, I would say, is someone, you know, a child that had to find their way at an early age. Mercury and Aries, Mercury and Leo. That's a child that had to form their own beliefs, their own philosophies. It's definitely a child that had to, even the Mercury and Sagittarius as well, all fire signs are a child that had to form their own self-confidence and form the structure of the spine of their own self-confidence at a very, very young age. Too young, even. 
see a Mercury in Leo, Mercury in Sagittarius, Mercury in Aries is a is a child at a young at a young age that gets challenged a lot. All right. For example, a Mercury in Sagittarius will get challenged a lot on their beliefs and how they choose to live their life based off of their beliefs. Me personally, I got challenged a lot in terms of my femininity as a young, you know, man, but I chose to present myself as a straight acting, you know, guy. In the long run, it was contradictory to who I was, but people could see that. People could see that you're not totally living in your truth as a Mercury in Sagittarius. You have to remember those Mercury stages, that young childhood to young adult years, you're still forming, you know? But as a Mercury in fire sign, you're going to get challenged in that process of forming. Mercury and Leo, you're going to get challenged on your ego. People are going to want to knock you down to size. People probably try to knock you down to size, you know, if you have a Mer if you had a Mercury and Leo. With a Mercury and Leo, you probably experience jealousy as well. Also Mercury and Aries. As a Mercury and Aries, you may have found that you never really fit in as a child. You may have found that, you know, your peers challenged you a lot. You know, you may have found competitive energy around you a lot as a Mercury in Aries. You probably had an issue with authority as well, being a Mercury in Aries. Maybe issues with your parents. Depending on also where your, your Mercury is placed in your chart in terms of your houses as well. or Also, if it's retrograde, because remember, you know, planets can be retrograde in your chart as well. By the way, I am an astrologer, Lamar Townsend Tarot. If you're new to my podcast, I do astrology birth chart readings. I also do psychic tarot readings. So check out my website, LamarTownsendTarot.com, spelled just like my podcast name. All right. Um, also check me out on YouTube, uh, Instagram, and Facebook, Lamar Townsend Tarot. Subscribe, follow me, and like my pages. So we have a Mercury in Water Sign. Growing up, things may have been emotionally hard for you. Maybe you had a situation specifically in your family where, you know, it was um, emotionally trying for you. You know, Mercury and water signs tend to be very emotionally charged in their thoughts, their communications, and in their childhood formative years, especially if you're a Mercury and Cancer, for example, because Cancer is ruled by the moon. The moon rules our family, the mother, the home. So you're very much connected to your mother, your family, and what you know you were were taught and taught to believe and what was passed down to you in terms of that energy, having your Mercury in Cancer. I will say the thing about Mercury in Pisces is that you, in certain cases, maybe didn't grow up with any type of structure at all. And that can actually be a detriment to Mercury and Pisces. And it kind of plays a part into Mercury and Sagittarius as well, because Sagittarius and Pisces are both ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is all about expansion and not really having any rules and not conforming to any rules. But you have to keep in mind that also Pisces is mainly ruled by Neptune, which rules illusions and confusion. So whatever rules and structures there are in place, Mm, the lines can sometimes blur having Mercury and Pisces. So Mercury and Pisces children can actually be susceptible to things such as abuse, um, so, as well as Mercury and Scorpios. Mercury and Scorpios can actually be exposed to certain things at a young age that 
they shouldn't be exposed to, such as sex, drugs, things like that. So, and if you weren't didn't experience things these, these things yourself, you just kind of probably had an awareness or had experiences as a, as a young child that uh, forced you to grow up sooner than you wanted to. Especially Mercury and Pisces can have an experience at a young age that can kind of burst that bubble of fantasy about life or the world, you know? Mercury and Scorpio can have it rough. Scorpios were by Pluto. That's all about transformation, death, rebirth. But I will say that the strongest kids that you will ever find are a Mercury and Scorpio, and probably the other one being a Mercury and Capricorn or Mercury and Aries. Mercury and Aquarius is going to be pretty strong-willed, too, as a kid. But I will say, let's just get into the air signs, too, since we're talking about Aquarius. Aquarius can also be the type of Mercury placement as a young child where there's really no structure. Mercury and Aquarius is the type of child that can grow up in a very extremely eclectic family where there's, like, a sense of, no, like, no normal or not the norm. So Mercury and Aquarius children can grow up in, for example, uh having two dads or two moms, you know, or growing up maybe with the aunts and uncles or the grandparents instead of the actual parents, or maybe a Mercury and Aquarius was adopted or something along those lines. Ironically, Mercury and Aquarius and Mercury and Leo can also be the types of children who are like catapulted to fame and, you know, kind of never really get to live out their lives as a child, like a child star kind of thing, especially Mercury and Leo. You know, uh, Mercury and Leo can be prone or susceptible to exploitation of their talents. Ask him Mercury and Libra. Because, see, Mercury and Libra children learn that, you know, being a people pleaser is the way to make others happy for the good or the bad. So in that same frame, Mercury and Libra can also be susceptible to abuse as well. But like I said, also exploita exploitation of their talents, their skills. You know, sometimes Mercury and Libra can even push themselves to the limit, you know, thinking they, that they have to be perfect. Most like a Mercury and an Earth sign, especially Mercury and Capricorn or Virgo. Like that perfection. Yeah, Libra has that. Mercury and Libra children can also grow up with a sense of not having an identity. Like Mercury and Libra children can be prone to having like a midlife crisis at the age of 20. Because they can just be the types of children who... Live up to other people's expectations of them. And I have a moon in Libra, which isn't the same placement as Mercury, but I resonate with Libra energy. I'm a people pleaser at heart. That's the moon. It's your heart. It's your emotions. On the trusty Mercury and Earth signs, the one that grew up with the most structure, 
in their lives for the good or the bad. Mercury in, oh, oh wait, of course we forgot Mercury in Gemini. <laughs> Mercury in Gemini people uh, grew up most likely in a childhood where they had to learn to adapt to their circumstances. Mercury and Gemini children can also be a little bit of a people pleasers, but also Mercury and Gemini people can be the people who are most connected to their childhood and the nostalgia, certain nostalgic aspects of their childhood. You know, they can easily miss being a child because that's Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So, you know, childhood years to young adult years are very special to Geminis and Virgos too but especially Geminis, because Geminis also remember everything, especially about their childhood. So Geminis can be the types of people actually who like to recreate their childhood or aspects of their childhood. I think it's kind of cute. My mom's a Gemini, so I love seeing like the, the child come out of her. I also love looking back at childhood photos of her because the essence of her has not changed. Like, you know, you know how sometimes you can look back at childhood photos and, you know, the person could be, you know, 50, 60, 80, 20, 30, and they still look the same. That's my mom. That's Mercury. Mercury is our childhood, you know, childhood. Mercury's a trickster, all right? I mean, there's a reason why when it goes retrograde, it, you know, things go haywire. Mercury likes to, you know, play. You know, that's Mercury energy. <laughs> so... I kind of have a fondness for Mercury energy, but at the same time, a little bit of a disdain because of that retrograde aspect that it has. But I like to think of Mercury as like a pet. And, you know, when you're really going, you and your pet are, you know, going really well and, you know, you're all lovey-dovey, things are great. But, you know, the moment you piss off your pet, especially a cat, like, your pet's going to get revenge eventually, whether it shits on your bed, eats up your plant, does something you know it hates that it, you, you know, that it does something that you know, or that it knows that you hate that it does. <sighs> Such as paw at your door, bark a lot, like that's Mercury. Like, you thought you got away with it, but you didn't. Mercury remembers everything. Mercury and Gemini children can also be extremely mischievous, too. They like to get into everything. They like to try everything. Very unpredictable. As well as our Mercury and Aquarius children. Mercury and Aquarius children are very unpredictable as well. Mercury and Aquarius children are the types of children who like will bring a stray cat home. Whether that stray cat is actually a cat or a friend. You know, Mercury and Aquarius is always trying to help something or someone. You know, oh, you know, the cat outside or the, the frog outside, it's getting wet, you know. Mercury and Aquarius just has a heart at a young age. They feel everything very deeply. They're very unique. They're actually hard to become friends with as children. They don't get too close to people easily. The only people that Mercury and Aquarius tend to be close with as children are people that they are socialized with as, as young children. 
So like their siblings, their mom, their dad, their grandma, whoever tends to be around them, you know, from a young age until whatever age they become cognizant of what's going on around them, you know? That's Mercury and Aquarius. And trust Mercury and Aquarius is, a, is definitely cognizant of what's going on around them, whether they're 2 or 12. Mercury and Aquarius is the type of child that has the birds and the bees talk with you before you're ready to have that talk with them. They're just wise beyond their years. And it's interesting because they're ruled by Uranus and Saturn. And Saturn rules, you know, kind of that wise energy, father father time. So Mercury and Aquarius child will definitely teach you a lot as a, as a parent. Mercury and Aquarius child is more like like the, the baby genius. Like they're the types of children that inspire their parents, you know. They're the types of children that can get their parents to get them or do for them anything they want. They always have the newest toys, the freshest toys, in competition with Mercury and Capricorn. Speaking of Mercury and Capricorn, Mercury and Capricorn children grow up learning that, you know, nothing is free in, in life. You know, nothing is handed to you, and if it's handed to you, it's not worth it. You have to work for everything you want. Money doesn't grow on trees. Mercury and Capricorn can have a tough life, kind of like a Mercury and Scorpio. Not the worst life, of course, but just some, you know, some tough lessons. Mercury and Capricorn can have strict parents or strict caretakers who expect the absolute best of them, who put them on a pedestal, whether that pedestal is warranted or not, or wanted or not. Mercury and Capricorn is expected as a young child to, you know, lift up their bootstraps and hit the ground running. By the age of four, six, eight, twelve. And sometimes, you know, Mercury and Capricorns, even as young children, will put their, this pressure on themselves. Oh, my gosh, you know, my, my parents, they don't have money. They can't buy me my nice things that I want, you know, like the other children. I have to work hard. I have to help my parents. I want nice things, you know. They can, like, freak out at a young age over, like, things that they shouldn't even be freaking out over. <clears throat> Mercury and Capricorn can also have a lot of responsibility put in their hands at a young age, too. As can Mercury and Virgo. Mercury and Virgo children can be, can be very shy and reserved. Mercury and Virgo children are the types of children who can be misplaced, meaning because they're so shy or quiet or reserved, you think, oh, maybe if I place them in soccer, they'll open up. But it's like really maybe if you put them in piano, which is their true interest, that's really where you'll see them blossom the most. But it may take you a couple tries, a couple years to really figure out that, oh, Mercury and Virgo actually likes piano. That's their true calling. And this whole time I thought it was soccer. That's Mercury and Virgo. Mercury and Virgo has to learn to find its voice. 
here we have Mercury in its home planet, but here we have Mercury in its not home element. <laughs> Virgo is an Earth sign, so Earth is is more of a doing type of energy, not so much a saying. So, learning to find their voice is a is a big lesson for Mercury and Virgos, and learning to use their voice too. It's one thing to find it, but to use it. Mercury and Taurus children. Mercury and Taurus children can actually be the types of children who take a while to talk. Mercury and Taurus children are the types of children who can get so used to things being a certain way. It's like, it's the child that, you know, will, you know, they'll be two years old and they'll still be screaming and, you know, yelling to, to communicate. But the whole time, little did you know that they could talk. They just didn't see a need to, you know. Why fix it if it ain't broke? <laughs> Mercury and Taurus. Children don't like change the most. They hate change. They love familiarity. Favorite types of children who, you know, get excited when it comes to their favorite things. Like, they may love pizza night. They may love, you know, going out and, you know, ice skating or something like that or going shopping. But with Mercury and Taurus children, it's all about small doses and moderation because Mercury and Taurus children can also be super obsessive and throw a tantrum when they don't get their way. Also, Mercury and Taurus children can actually be super competitive. Oh, little Susie has a pink coat. Well, I deserve a pink coat, too. So I'm going to make sure I get all good grades so that my mommy and daddy can buy me a pink coat. Oh, Jordan has some new Jordans. Well, I'm going to make sure that I do amazing at my basketball game and I shoot all the free throws and I make all the baskets so that my parents will be so proud of me that they buy me new Jordans and I can walk on the basketball court stunting. That's Mercury and Taurus. Mercury and Taurus children. So you see how Mercury plays such an important role in your childhood. And just think about this the next time Mercury goes retrograde and why certain things from your childhood may come up. Maybe that need to be healed. Or maybe why people from your past may come back around. Especially relating to your childhood, your high school sweetheart. You know, the person you haven't talked to since you were 20 years old. That's Mercury energy. Because you see, Mercury memories, Mercury feelings, especially the ones that stick in our minds, that stick in our energy fields, you know, they make an impact. (sighs) 
And in the next podcast, maybe we will expand a bit and talk about Jupiter. (laughs) But this has been Mercury, your childhood, and the planet Mercury. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Thank you for listening and watching. Check back for the next episode. Make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Check me out on Instagram and Facebook, Lamar Townsend Tarot. YouTube, Lamar Townsend Tarot. And as well here on Anchor. Should also be on Spotify and other places as well. All right. Love and light. And if you'd be interested in sponsoring, all right, this podcast, or if you'd be interested in doing an interview or something like that, make sure you email me at lamar.townsend at gmail.com. And I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Okay. Love and light.